0: Hi, and welcome to Filled with His Love. I've talked often in this podcast about the preeminence of our relationship to God. The tie we have with the divine is more important than any other relationship in time or in eternity. That's why the first and great commandment is to love God with all our heart, mind, and strength, or with all our heart, mind, and soul. All other relationships with family and friends flow from this relationship with the one who gave us life, and will continue to give us life forever if we stay close to Him. So, how do we judge the quality of our relationship with God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ? How do we know if this attachment relationship is getting stronger? There are lots of ways, and I'm not going to list them all. What I want to do today is focus on the one key indicator of our relationship with God that you probably have never thought about. And it's described in the ninth article of faith, words from the Prophet Joseph Smith in the Wentworth letter, a response he wrote to John Wentworth, editor of the Chicago Democrat, in 1842. Wentworth wanted to know more about the beliefs of those who belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So the Prophet Joseph wrote back to him, and included in his letter the 13 Articles of Faith. Like some of you, I learned the Articles of Faith as a young boy. They are remarkably broad, but brief. They encapsulate the key doctrines of the Restoration. Not surprisingly, Joseph began in the first Article of Faith by affirming our belief in God the Father, His Son Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Ghost. Tucked inside those very few words— is the belief that they are three separate and distinct beings, that God the Father and His Son have bodies of flesh and bone, and that the Holy Ghost is a personage of spirit. This view of the Godhead differed starkly, I mean very much, from the prevailing Christian belief. But Joseph might have said, if we want to love God with all our heart, might, mind, and strength, we first need to understand who God is. That's all I want to say today about the first article of faith. Now I want to switch to the ninth article of faith. Do you remember what the ninth article of faith is? It's not the most talked about. It's not like the first or the thirteenth, which you might be able to bring to mind quite readily. Here's the ninth article of faith. We believe all that God has revealed, all that He does now reveal, and that He will yet reveal many great and important things pertaining to the Kingdom of God. This article of faith seems to have very little, if anything, to do with our relationship to God. But I want to assert today that it is key to the strength of our attachment to God the Father and His Son Jesus Christ. When Joseph wrote this letter to John Wentworth, the church was in its infancy. The saints had been in Nauvoo for only three years the Nauvoo temple would not be dedicated for another four years. In 1842, the population of Nauvoo numbered only 4,000, kind of like a small town in any state in America. It was this small town, though. Surprisingly, Nauvoo and Chicago had about the same population in that year. Chicago had a few more, but both around 4,000. So as a side note, There were nearly twice as many members of the church in England in 1842 as there were in Nauvoo. The restoration was progressing on both sides of the Atlantic. I would like to have been there when John Wentworth opened Joseph's letter. My hunch is that he received it well. He was a moral man. He was concerned about moral behavior, so I'm sure he read it with interest. But I'm certain that he had no capacity— to see how far-reaching it really was. The Articles of Faith comprise such a powerful statement of our beliefs. So back to the ninth article of faith. I had never thought until recently how this article of faith is a key indicator of our relationship to God. That last phrase, and we believe that God will yet reveal many great and important things pertaining to the kingdom of God, We sometimes think that the Restoration began and ended with Joseph Smith. Not so. The Prophet knew that the Restoration had only begun. The doctrines had been revealed, the Book of Mormon had been translated, but the gathering was only beginning, and with the gathering so much would yet be revealed. When we think of God yet revealing many great and important things, we might picture President Nelson receiving all of that revelation. But the miracle of the restoration is that we are all participating in it. We can all receive revelation. You might think, little old me, how can I receive revelation that becomes part of the restoration? Some of the inspiration we each receive from heaven helps us to embrace, not just accept, but embrace prophetic revelation that comes through President Nelson. Think of all the adjustments, as he calls them, that have come during the past five years. We can't even name them all. Ministering, come follow me, refinements in temple ordinances, the two-hour meeting schedule. One article in the Church News listed 99 changes that have come through President Nelson. Every time we embrace one of these changes, we show our love for the Lord. Our attachment with God strengthens when we accept and live the invitations the prophet gives us. It's like the Bible verse, If ye love me, keep my commandments. One could extrapolate and say, The more we love God, the more eager we will be to embrace any invitation that comes to us through his prophet. But there's more much more. When we receive inspiration to help a family member or someone we minister to, we are adding to the restoration. Such revelation can happen in a ward council, a state council, or perhaps most importantly, in a family council. I am reminded of the verse in the Doctrine and Covenants, How long can rolling waters remain impure? What power shall stay the heavens? As well might man stretch forth his puny arm to stop the Missouri River in its decreed course or to turn it upstream, as to hinder the Almighty from pouring down knowledge from heaven upon the heads of the Latter-day Saints. I've always liked that word, puny. Forth his puny arm. <laughs> it makes us all remember just how weak we really are. When my wife and I were serving as mission leaders... We once dipped our hands, we took a little picture, a little video of us dipping our hands in the Missouri River, which is a very wide river, imposing river, we don't have any rivers like that out west. The Lord was trying to help us understand from the very beginning of the restoration that we would all contribute to it in whatever way we found possible. When we serve missions as young people or as senior missionaries, we are contributing to the restoration, and the Lord will pour down knowledge upon our heads so we can contribute most effectively. When we serve and worship in the temple, God will bless us with insights and inspiration that will help move the work forward. This is why President Nelson's first message as prophet was to help us receive more revelation for our personal lives as well as for those we serve. This is what the restoration is all about. When we pay our tithing, we build the kingdom. When we pray for our children or grandchildren serving missions, we build the kingdom. So I hope that the next time you think of the ninth article of faith, you will see it as speaking directly to you personally. That when you embrace a prophetic invitation, you're building the kingdom. When you receive knowledge from heaven for you personally, or for those you love, you are building the kingdom when you find a name of an ancestor and perform ordinances for that person, you are building the kingdom. I am so certain that the Lord has so much to teach us and show us, and that he will yet reveal many great and important things pertaining to the kingdom of God. This great and important thing, we think about that as applying only to the worldwide church. But when we receive a personal insight in the temple, for example, a personal bit of inspiration, that can be also a great and important thing. And if we're struggling, if we're having difficulties that are keeping us from contributing as much as we would like to to the kingdom, then that bit of inspiration can be a great and important thing to us and also to everyone we serve, including and perhaps especially our family. So, I hope that this ninth article of faith will mean a little bit more to you. It meant a little bit more to me as I started thinking about it, and particularly about how the worldwide church is changing and growing, and the restoration is continuing, and God is at the helm. I hope this is helpful, and we will see you next time.